Okay, let's get started with the early edition of Parshas Korach, Tavshinayin Beis, as we uh, have our last uh, shear from Eretz Yisrael in this, uh, this, this, this cycle, this year, even though Tavshinayin Beis, Beis, we'll have more shear and Tavshinayin Beis at the end of the summer from Eretz Yisrael. But um, we start off with Korach, Hashem, next week. Uh, we'll pick up with Chukas from the um, Camp Kaley, um Auditorium Shul, wherever we, uh, we might be. Uh, next week, but um, let's get on to Korach right here, early edition. We'll start off with a thought I think I might have mentioned before. I did not find it on one of the sheets, though, so at least for Korach, so I mentioned it here. And that's from a Karasal Shabbos Oneg. Um, he gears us up for the next three parshias. Korach, Chukas, and Balak. He notes, all have a kuf in them. Korach, Chukas, and Balak. Korach has a kuf in the first letter. Chukas has a kuf in the middle letter, and Balak has a kuf in the third letter. What is the emphasis? What is the message of the of the three kufs? So he quotes one of the Rebbes, Tam Lakach Al Piremez, Amar Reb Shlomo, Shkenos Kuf Maramiz Al Kedusha. Kuf always means Kedusha, holiness. Lefichach Eitzel Korach Haos Kuf He Rishona. Korach Kuf is first. His origins. Right, he had he had kadosh roots. Where he came from was kadosh. His parents, his grandparents, his shevet, his grandparents were kadosh. Kiva shemitchila hayakorah kadosh ubaruach hakodesh. It was unbelievable. Like Chazal say, pikechaya. He was very smart. He just misread the future. But he ruined it. So he had he had kadosh in the past. Like we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, So he had Kedusha in the past. But that's why he has the Kuf in the middle. Chukas, the Kuf is right in the middle. Why? Somebody who's getting back into the area of holiness. Someone who's getting back in the world of Tara. And the Achim Ikin, Mamshich Ha'Parsha, Rosh Hashem, Al Kena Kedusha Nimsei is Bab Em Seisa. The mitzvahs is a present mitzvah. It's an amazing mitzvah that we do, being metayer somebody from Tumas Meis. That's Parshas. That's Parshas Chukas. Much of Chukas until we get into other halachas relating to to Kedusha. But that's Chukas. And then we have finally Balak. What's Balak? Balak didn't start off so well. Balak had kavanis. His roots were terrible. What he wanted to do was terrible. But he ended up, he ended up causing B'nai Yisrael to get a tremendous bracha. And who came from Moab? As he ends off by saying, Mishim came from the end. Balak has a kuf at the end. So we have Korach started off with Kedusha and then it left. Chukas, where it's in the middle, it is a story of mitzvos and Balak, where the Kedusha only comes at the end. One could also say, it relates to the whole story, that Bilam started off without Kedusha, and it ended up with Kedusha, but the focus is Balak, because that, that is the name of the Parsha. Okay, that gets us started. Now we get into, <coughs> into the next next point, which is the first two words of the Parsha. First two words, Vayikach Korach. Korach took does not say in the Torah what Korach took. Korach took something. And the next passage says, Very unclear. What did Korach take? Says Rashi, He took himself. He removed himself from the rest of the group of the Jews to be cholek on the Ada to create resistance, to create a rebellion. He took himself away from where he was supposed to be. That's by Yikach. La'ora Rashi relates this to the Zeosha Tirgim Unkelis Ve'ispaleg. That's what Unkelis relates to, Ve'ispaleg, and he took himself. Ispaleg, it's a reflexive term. Nechlak mishar ha'ida lachzikva machlokas. He didn't take anything extra outside of himself. He took himself. Rashi quotes the second shot of Racher ba'ikach korach mashach Rashi sanhedraos. He took the other leaders of the Jews, trying to convince them. Lachan bidvarim. He took them. So Rashi gives two pshatim. Either he took himself to the side to argue, 
Or Lachem Bidorim, he took the uh, Rashi Sanhedrin to try to convince them. As we know from Hosea, from the Haftorah of Shabbat Shuvah, Kachui Machem Dvarim, Vishuvah El Hashem. Take, take for yourself words. But if you think about the Unkelis that Rashi quotes, Vayikach Korach, right, Rashi relates that to the Unkelis that he took himself to the side. But Vispalei Korach, just translate that, that literally, so that Korach himself was split. The Ispaleg. He became split. The Ispaleg. So if you take it literally, maybe there's a deeper idea here. Rashi just relates it to, he took himself away. But the literal translation is, he split himself. He split himself away from others, or he himself was split. What does that mean? How can we understand this on a deeper level? Says the Mishkan Mitzalel. Mitzalel Radinsky in source number two. <clears throat> V'ra'isi pam pshat chasidi. I saw a chasidish of art. V'lo imana l'kosvo b'tzir v'ksas mitvarein b'zeh. I'm going to write it with a little added, added from uh, from my own Torah. Hine yiduim divrei ha'yirushalmi b'peya. The Yerushalmi says in Masechus Peya, as we know, Zra'im, there's only Bavli on Brachas, but the other Masechus have Yerushalmis on them. Yerushalmi, there's no Yerushalmi on Kachim. There was a fake Yerushalmi. Fascinating story in the history books of the 1920s, 1930s, even earlier, 1920s, 1910s, uh, there was someone that put out a Yerushalmi on Kadshim. He said, I found it in a Geniza, I put it out in Yerushalmi. And the Chavetz Chaim, and I think, I'm not sure who the other Gadol was, maybe it was Chaim Moser, maybe it was a different Gadol, they looked at it, they read it over, they were all excited about the Yerushalmi and Kadshim, and they read it and they said it's a fake. It's not, this is not Yerushalmi language. Got to be well versed in Yerushalmi to be able to make such a statement. And they pressured the guy, and ultimately the guy admitted that he made it all up. Made it all up. This is so sir. Other Yerushalmis. So Baruch Hashem, we had a Chafetz Chaim in our in our uh, Misora. So there was there's no Yerushalmi on Kadshim, but the Yerushalmi on Zeran, we have it. So it says the Yerushalmi on, in Maseches Peya, and it's also brought. Chayn Muva beperak Arib Sachim. Shekasher Adam medaber lashon hara. Yesh alav az harashel losasi shemashav. Somebody speaks Lashon Hara, they violate the Isser of losasi carrying a false um, utterance. Shemashav. That's the makar. V'yamdu rabim begam tamu. Many wonder. That's the source for Lashon Hara? Think of a lot of Yisurim for Lashon Hara. But Shemashav? Eze Isser shel Shemashav yesh for Lashon Hara. What is that? Shav means false. Fahaloha medaber lashon hara omer to emet ki emhotzi daber kazav mipiv shira lachavero. If it's not true, that's not called lashon hara in halacha. That's called motzi shemra. Okay, colloquially we say everything's lashon hara. True, not true. This, but halachically, if something is true, it's called lashon hara. If something is not true, it's called motzi shemra. Based on sukkim and parshas kisetzei. So what does the Yerushalmi mean that the Isra of Lashon Hara comes from Losasi Shem daiti. So what do, I'll tell you what I think the answer is. Do you do him different Chazal? Chazal's words are known. So we know it says in Pirkei Avos, we're not supposed to look at the outside of the barrel. Never, you can't tell can't tell something from the outside. Kikashe, right? You look at something, something from the, um, you buy something in the store, it looks great, you open it up, it's, it's, you have to bring it back to the store, it's, it's rotting already. You look at all the lettuce, the leaves on the outside look good, but all of a sudden you open it up on the inside and they're all black and shriveled. It happens a lot, you look at something on the outside. So says the Mishkan Mitzalel, obviously relates to people. Kikashe taklim al-adam, ro'im rak es hadvarim hachitsonim. When we look at other people, we just see on the outside. We see what we think we know about the other person. Ki adam Man just sees with his eyes. God sees into the heart. If I repeat something about my friend and I think it's true, but I don't really see the whole picture. Because I don't know what's going on inside of my friend's head, inside his life, everything about him. Again, kasher adam roa davarabe chaveiro be emes betoch tocho ha adama yisraeli malei tova 
The Gemara says at the end of Chagiga and in Sanhedrin, the Jews are like pomegranates. Even the empty ones are filled with mitzvahs like a pomegranate is filled with seeds. Therefore, says the Mishkan B'Tzalel, Adam, Hamedaber Lashin Hara, Behechrich, Afilu Kasher Omer Mashin, Nirilolios Diver Emes. Even if I think it's the truth, I saw it happen. I know it. There's got to be something not true. Because you don't know his life story. You don't know what's going, behind, going on behind closed doors. We don't know what his kavanas are. We don't know what his upbringing was. We don't know what he was, he was thinking. What is, we don't know anything. We don't see everything. We think we do. But that's why the Torah says, Shema Shav includes Lashon Hara. Because even if we think it's true, and even if logically this Shav, this Shav, versus Moti Shemra, but on a Hashkafic level, all Lashon Hara is false. Because you can't know something about the other person. There's got to be something. Something. And then he says beautifully, if this is all true, I understand why the Gemara says in Zvachim that each of the eight big day kahuna, each of the begadim was machaper for a different avera. The, the, the tzitz was machaper for blank, and the chosha was machaper for ibus hadin. Every every begad, the mechmasayim was machaper for arayos. Oh, so the meil was machaper for lashon hara. What was the meil? The long blue coat. The long trailless coat. Why? How does that? What's the midah connected midah? How does that commensurate? The alpianal amarti shulai zehatam shemuva chazal. That's what we say in humans vachem shemayil mechaper lashon hara al yidei akol sheyotze meapamonim varimonim. We know it had bells on the bottom of it. Whenever the coin goes, walked, you could hear. So he, whenever he walks, shalacharakasha madua mechubar meapamonim varimonim tafkulamil. So why are, are those? The message being, everything's always heard. Why? Why not go the meal? Machaper and Lashon Hara. So he says, it's exactly the point, because Lashon Hara is about what you see on the outside is not always what you, what is really there. And that's what a long coat does. It covers up what's inside. The Choshvani, Shekivan Shemeil Bemitziuto, who beget Chitzon, Kashemistaklim, Shemeil, or Yodua Mizeh, Matachas Ameil. We don't know what's under the coat. We don't know. That's exactly about Lashon Hara. The Chet of Lashon Hara is because we don't know what's under. Kenu Adam Achote Lashon Hara who is Takal Alachutz so too a Baal Lashon Hara only sees on the outside. The Amar Mashenira Lo Le'enayim and he says what it appears to him to the eyes. That's why he needs something which does something similar covers up what's inside to be Machaper for the for the Aveir. Good. We still haven't gotten back to Korach yet. Remember, that's what we're, we're uh, eventually going to try to do. That is the idea of what a Beged is. I think I once saw it somewhere also. The, the Beged is from the word Bogade, a trader. And a Beged is clothing because a trader on the outside is on one side, but on the inside he's really you know, doing something else. That's the same thing. As a Beged covers up what is what is inside. So the Chayn Biyar, and he quotes uh, another sefer, the Norma Gadim, on the Pasuk in the end of Dvarim. If you are strewn out to the edges of the heavens, Hashem will bring you back. What do you mean they'll be at the edges of the heavens? They'll be at the edges of the earth. You all know this Pasuk. You should be. So he brings a beer nifla. Sha'afilu ka'asher adam chotei. Yesh besof machshavaso kavana sha'adayin hilashem shamayim. There is, in the, in the back recesses of every Jew's mind, even though we're sinning, we're somehow, we could somehow justify that we're not really doing it. We're really serving Hashem. We still have that connection to God. That's the, from where the even if that's your only thing, somebody's a chote, and all they have left is that nakuda, a little bit connected to shemayim, which is so covered up and so hidden. 
Hashem is going to bring you back from there. Hashem can still take you back from there. So now says the Mishkan B'Tzalel. Karach and his all his followers, all together, and they met their demise, and they were swallowed up by, we'll see, we'll talk about that name, a little bit later. But you know what? Karach himself, he was convinced that he was L'Shem Shemayim. He was convinced that he had that little Nakuda, that he was doing it, you know, Moshe's taking, he was, he was uh, dead wrong. But he thought, Vihikir, up until the end, Shemosha Emes Vesaraso Emes. That's the Ispale Korach. He split off from himself, from that Nakuda. Not that he split off from the rest. Within himself. Dahainu, Rakhatsi Korach, Chalak al Moshe. Avaladainu, Chilak Shal Korach, Shemichubal al Moshe. There was a tiny little Nakuda, the Pintalayid, however one wants to say it, the Ispale. He made himself a little bit of a schizophrenic. He had a little, most of what he was. He took to the Ra, but there's always a little Nakuda, even of a Korach, even of a Korach, that would be still connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Obviously, you see his children, they Korach Lomesu, they found themselves a, a high, a high level in Gehenna. Says that about the Bnei Korach. But either way, this is his Chassidah Shavar with a little um, amplification that he is, but the message for us is also the Lashon Hara idea about the Shem Hashav and that we don't always know everything that's going on inside a person. Okay, moving right along. After Moshe Rabbeinu hears of the rebellion, Moshe, the 250 men stand in front of Moshe, and they gather up, and they say to him, Remember Moshe Rabbeinu, think about it, he just got through the Miraglim, Last week, and it's not, it hasn't been so long since the, since the Misonanim and the other the Ma'afilim. It was a difficult, uh, you know, we think at the end, Ramosha complains, you know, enough already. You know, I need somebody else to help. But think about all these, all these Nisan that he performed, and they keep complaining, and they keep bringing problems. So they gather onto Moshe and Aaron, by Yom Raleigh, Rav Lachem. Kulam Kadoshim. What? Everybody's Kadosh. Uvisocham Hashem. Two years ago, we discussed the Rav's article about the common sense rebellion against Torah authority from the Safer Reflections of the Rav. I'm not going to mention that again. We mentioned it two years ago, uh, Korach's argument. Okay, but first we're focusing on the next passing. Vayishma Moshe, Moshe hears this. Vayipol alpanav. He falls down. He falls on his face. What does that mean? Rashi. Mepnei machlokas. Mepnei because of the Because of the arguments. This was already the fourth, the fourth sirchon, the fourth, the fourth matter that Moshe Rabbeinu has to deal with. Chatu be'egel vayechal Moshe. Chetu egel right away. Moshe Rabbeinu daven vayechal. B'misoninim vayispalo Moshe. Moshe daven save them. B'miraglim vayemar Moshe al Hashem v'shamu Mitzrayim is going to be a chil Hashem. B'machlokusu shal korach nesrashlu yadav. He said, I can't do it anymore. Three times I went to bat for you. Fourth? The fourth time? I can't. Enough already. Marshal ben Malach Shasarach al-Aviv, Rashi quotes, it's a marshal to a, a prince that did something against his father. Upi salav o'avo, pam, b'shtayim, b'shalosh. Three times he was able to go to bat. Kishasarach revius, nisrashli de o'evahu. After the fourth time, there was no more hope. Amar, masay atriach al-Amelech. How long? How many times can I ask for forgiveness? How many times already? Once, twice. Thre- really, this is Mamish. Once, maybe this is the Makar. Once, twice, three times you're out. This is the Makar for three strikes, right here. Because after the three strikes, they're out. You can't, right here, it's like the third time. You already, you already have Mechila by the third time. The fourth time. Okay. Anyway, but this is, this is Rashi. Ask the Yam Simcha. Ask the Yam Simcha. What's the magic number four? Now, Moshe could have said it after two times also. Third time, I can't deal with it anymore. Once, twice. No, we don't have a chazal like that. After the third time, Moshe is still davening. It's only here, the fourth time. Moshe, what am I going to do with these guys? End of the first paragraph in source number three. Why dafka was it the fourth time? 
What was it about the number four? See, interestingly, the Yam Simcha relates this to a Gemara. I didn't see the, the Bafarshim and Rashi don't relate it to him, but Yam Simcha relates it to a Gemara. You see this Gemara, you like Yeah, seems to be together. The end of Maseches Yuma, the last couple of Bad in Yuma, which talks all about Shuva. Right, most the first first bunch of Prakim, most right, the seven eighths of the Masechta of Maseches Yuma is all about Avoda. It's all about what they did in the base of Mikdash. The last paragraph is all about Yom Kippur Bizman Azet. All about the Inuyim Bechulu and Shuva. So the Gemara there in Yuma Pevav says Tanya Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda Omer Adam Over Avera Pam Rishona Mochalinlo. Shneamar Mochalinlo. I'm sorry. Shnia Mochalinlo. Shlishes Mochalinlo. Revius Ain Mochalinlo. It's Mufurish Gemara. The Gemara says the first three times Hashem could forgive you. Fourth time not. Why? Pasigin Amos. Shneamar. Kolamar Hashem. Al Shlosha Pishe Yisrael Valarbalo Ashivenu. Fourth time is not going to work. Fourth time. What is it about the fourth time? Says the Das Zakenim, he quotes from the Bali Atosvos, in Parshas Nitzavim, and he's going to explain it. But first he quotes the Das Zakenim. Again, this is a Rishon talking now. This is not, as we just had a Hasidic of art, which uh, was expanded upon. We, we, we try to present everything in this year. But uh, says the Das Zakenim, Bali Atosvos, he quotes this. I didn't give it to you, he quotes it uh, verbatim. Vizelashona. There are three surrounding conceptual fences around God. We cannot say fences because obviously God is, does not have a physical being, one of the animamans, but conceptual fences. Getting close to Hashem. Rishona Ra'ash. V'yachar Ra'ash Eish. Achar Eish Ruach. Based on a Pasuk in, uh, in Navi. V'yachar Haruach Kold Mamadaka. Shasham Shechina Soshal HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it's after these Mechitzos. Ubekol Mechitzo Yesh La Malachim. And by every Mechitza there are Malachim that are guarding the entrance to the next Mechitza. V'kasher Yechta when a person sins Harishon Bala Mechitza Harishona Heimakven Oso Vein Menichen Oso Lavor V'nimchal you come to the first gate, you plead, you plead, you plead, you plead. Ultimately, the Malach can be mochel you. He's given the power to be mochel. Vabez bala mechitza shniya v'nimchal. V'chein ha-shlishi nimchal. B'mechitza shlishis. But then when there are no mechitzas left, then we're sitting, dire- we're sinning directly in front of God. Ukesha adam chotei revius. Shebala v'nei ha-kadosh baruch hu ad mechitza so. Eino nimchal. Because that, that's, that's worse. Sitting in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu where there are no mechitzas. You've already gotten, gotten mechila. This is not talking about somebody who just does not there four times without shuv in the middle. Then he just stays on the outside of all the mechitzas. But if somebody breaks down a mechitza with shuva each time, but now the fourth time, the fourth time says the Yam Simcha, says the, according to the uh, Bali Atosvas, the Dasakanim, says there can't be, there can't be mechila there. And again, various psukim Teach us this. Says the Yam Simcha. And that's why, yeah, four times you put that Gemara in this Dasakanim with this Rashi about it is no longer possible for Chuva. But now the Yam Simcha continues. Where does this come from? I don't understand this exactly. Fourth times you're it, no more Chuva. Chuva is, is, is no matter what. How many times? So what does it mean? Says the Yam Simcha. It's a different type of tshuva. Regular tshuva can't work the fourth time. You're right. Super tshuva, as we'll see in a second, nothing stops. Nothing stops super tshuva. But normal pathways that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, we're going to have to do more the fourth time. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them. Moshe wasn't saying by Korach, uh, finished, finished, but now it's much more difficult. 
As we just quoted, Shiva goes all the way to the Kisiya Kavit. What does it mean that Shiva goes all the way to the Kisiya Kavit? Just say Shiva is amazing. Shiva helps. What does it mean? What's the language of the Kisiya Kavit? So he says, thinking about the Dazakanim, I now understand this. The sin's going all the way up because he's given, he's already given you mechila three times in a row. Uz ain molstam tshuva elatzark tshuva right shmi v'shmir v'chazaka umaula sheyagia gamke levekiasi akavit. If the chet gets all the way there then it behooves us to do an extra super tshuva, getting it all the way to the Kisi HaKavid, v'az nimcha lo, sheyimcha kapagam bagiyasham. That's what, that's what it means. The fourth time, ein mochel in lo, that means with, with regular avenues. Dafka im lo avit tiyufta alimta, shalimta, avalam avit tiyufta shal shalimta, shemagiyat Kisi HaKavid, then it could even work, it could even work there. But that Gemara is the basis for the Rashi in our parsha. Three times, the fourth time, forget it already. Because it's that Gemara that's based on the Pasuk in the Navi Amos and the Dasakanim about the Mechitzas around the Kaddish Baruch Hu, which can be broken down. Obviously, if somebody didn't sin, and they could just go into the Mechitzas without the, without the Tshuva, we just, one gets, just gets closer. That is the, that's the Amsim. Okay. Moving right along. And that is, uh, and that's Korach. Right, Korach, there's, um, right, B'nai Korach, well, the, this, 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 um, this chait was up until HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Maybe that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to get directly involved with the Machtos and the Ketores, which is always in the Kodesh. There's a lot of parallels in terms of the sin and the chait and the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how he reacts to this sin. Okay, so what happens? Moshe falls on his face. What did Moshe hear? Vayishma Moshe. Just like we spoke about before, Vayikach Korach. Vayishma Moshe. What did Moshe hear? So here Rashi doesn't say a word. So what did Moshe hear? So this we have to go to the Gemara. The Gemara that we quoted at the beginning of source number four. Ma Shmua Shama. What did he hear? Amr Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, Amr of Yonasan, Shechashduhu Me'eshes Ish. He started saying rumors about Moshe Rabbeinu. Shene'emar Vayekanu L'Moshe B'Machaneh. Unbelievable. What kind of Maushin, Washin Hara, speaking of about Moshe Rabbeinu, we can't even fathom that what we think about Moshe Rabbeinu. They all were so worried about Moshe Rabbeinu, they all warned their wives not to seclude themselves with Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Yikach is all, but not to let me chutz the He went outside the machanet. This is what Moshe heard. After everything I did, after everything we've been through, and I've gotten you back. I've saved face for you three times. And they're saying these lies about him? Says the Osiris HaTorah. There's a secret in this Pasuk. A secret of being a Jewish leader. And it doesn't even say what he heard. Because you know what? It doesn't matter what he heard. He heard stuff. He heard things that were against him. He heard things that did not put him in a great light, which is what many times Jewish leaders have to deal with. Right? You're taking a position on something, sometimes not everybody likes the position that one takes. But you've got to stand up for your principles. Whatever you heard, but what was his reaction? Did he fight back? Did he scream, He falls on his face, and he davens privately. Near a line five. Shabo chazal alam deinu kan limu nifla. Chazal are teaching us an amazing limud. Tihinei pa'amim korei asher manhig tziburi. O rav chinuchi mashki is called onovizman alamana klal. Sometimes you have a leader that does amazing things for the klal. And they put in their time and their efforts. Sheyelchu b'drachim tov over you over the Hashem. V'nitkalu b'kashim. And there are challenges. There are bayot. There are chirufin. There are people who put you in chirim. There are people who scream at you. There are people this and that. Right? That sometimes you don't know how to react. 
right? Does, should I should I take out a, an article, an editorial in the in the newspaper? Should I do this? Should I do that? What should I do? So if there's chil Hashem involved, then there are certain type of certain you have to right. Ain't chol kavod the rab. You got to try to prevent the chil Hashem if it can be prevented. But otherwise, without that that caveat, what should you do? What's the reaction? Midrachav shel Moshe nilmad keitzal lehisnai. What do you do? He fell on his face and he left. You leave. I, I can't. No reaction. Not to scream back. Not to get into a fight. Nothing. Nothing. You want to scream at me? I'm leaving. Hashem will tell me what to do. He went right outside. And he told Kaddish Baruch who spoke to him. Siag lechachma shtika, as it says in Pirkei Avos, right? Being quiet, I think nothing wrong with being quiet. As it says in the first paragraph, at a time of argument, Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yevakish es Hanirdaf. Right? Always, he's always out for the one who is nirdaf. Also, what did Aaron do? Aaron did nothing. You don't hear Aaron. You don't hear Moshe. You don't hear them screaming until Moshe Rabbeinu told them what to do. And again, we find this by many other gedolim throughout history. He just quotes two stories. He quotes one from the Panevich Sharav, Shlomo Kahanaman, who also took much chiru fegiduf when he was building Panevich, when he was told that there's nothing, there was nothing in B'nai Brak when he came. The Chavetz Chaim said, go, the Sheir is plata. It's going to come to Eretz Yisrael. Don't worry, you're protected. And Rav Shlomo Zalman in Source 15, many stories about Rav Shlomo Zalman. But one, Mesupar, Kibi Mea Gon Rav Shlomo Zalman, Oyerbach, Echze Bein Shnei Anashim, Echze Bein Shnei Anashim, Eishem Achlokot Rachman Al-San. Two people got into a tremendous fight during the days of Rav Shlomo Zalman. Tzadechad Paga Kashit Pesad Cheni, Vatzad Anifka, Balitzi Aizim Rav Shlomo Zalman. Ruvain insulted Shimon very much. And Shimon comes to Rav Shlomo Zalman and says, what should I do? How should I react? He was Mavayish me, terrible. How should I react? Not how should I react? Which which um, belligerent method should I choose in terms of my reaction? They asked Shlomo Zalman. Shlomo Zalman says, "Let me explain to you what a gibor. You want to be a gibor, right? Ezohi gibor. Yisrael." The real gibor is someone who does nothing. The real gibor is someone who turns around and puts his puts his oh hell me And Shlomo Zalman continued and said, "Let's think about it. Let's play it out. Let's play it out. What's going to happen?" If you're going back to him, what is going to end there? It's not going to end. The next person is going to go, and you're going to go again and back and forth and back and forth. It's just going to continue. Vahamachlokas tosifetis fashet. I believe so. There's not going to be an end. Mutav yoser shetivlon picha b'shas meriva. Don't answer back. And in that way, it will be finished. It will be finished. Azay lo yane haloklum acharecha. If you don't answer, he's not going to answer again. He's not going to answer again. It happens. It's through people. It's through, it can even be through emails. Bizman azeh. Somebody says an email, right? It go back and forth and back and forth. What matter what it is, but... Just, just not, not to relate, says Rishlam Zalman. Not to relate. Line 25, and he even says, Hos Rishlam Zalman, Adam Gadol. He goes, maybe that's the Pasuk, uh, a Pshat in the Pasuk in Tehillim. Va'ani kecheresh lo eshma uke'ilem lo yiftach piv. I am like a cheresh that doesn't hear, and like an elame who does not open his mouth. L'chara Pasuk lo meduktak. Tekivan she' Pasuk v'dibar al-atzmo kecheresh lo eshma. The first day of the Pasuk is speaking in first person. I am like a cheresh that does not hear. I'm deaf. Uh, I'm like deaf and I don't hear. And like an elam, and he doesn't open his mouth. It should be ki elam lo eftach piv. I don't hear and I don't say anything. Why is it ani kecheresh lo eshma uki elam lo yiftach? That's the pshat. If I keep quiet, that he won't say anything. That's what it is. lo eshma. I'll make myself as if I don't hear it. I'm not going to react. lo That he's not going to say a word. It's going to end. You know how many how many um, times do, as parents 
parents' children? Would it be so smarter, so much smarter for, for just not to react? And then things would just end instead of just continuing for the next half hour. So, it would, so many issues, so many times. Parents and children and neighbors and friends, so many times. It's hard. It's hard to be a Moshe Rabbeinu. It's hard to be just like Ipul Apanov and putting the the Tetni Chutzal Machanev because I was, I was Nifka. How could that person say that? But that's that's the answer in a lot of cases. The answer in a lot of cases is just to, to walk away. Walk away. Okay. We continue. Very interesting thought coming up. It's quoted in the Torah Ladas, one of by Bloom Svarim. In source number six, let's go to Let's go to first see it in Chazal. Chazayin Vav. But as we know, Pazah continues, Hashem said, Tell Korach, what should you do? Take shovels, and put fire in it, and bring Ketores, and everybody's going to get burned up except for the one that I choose. Korach v'chol Says Rashi, Kuchulachemachtos. Take shovels. Why shovels? Mara Why shovels? As quoted at the beginning of Surah number six, Amalayim b'darke agoyim yeshni musim harbe v'komim harbe. Amongst all the other nations of the world, there are a lot of ways to serve. There are a lot of manners. There's a lot of komrim, a lot of priests. V'kula miskapsin b'vayis echad, and they all or ain't kula miskapsin b'vayis echad. They don't do all their own thing. Anu einlano ela Hashem echad, Aron echad, Torah achas. Mizbeach echad, Kohen Gadol echad. We have one of everything. You say Kulam Kedoshim, and it doesn't work that way. I also want Kahuna. Amazingly, says Moshe Rabbeinu. But you know what? I'm not a Kohen Gadol. We got, we have one of everything. It's Moshe Rabbeinu's, Moshe Rabbeinu's um, telling them. According to Chazal, when Korach Chaladaso was arguing, says the Torah Ladas, quoting on the third line, "Vakasha Eich Heishiv Moshe Latinus Korach Kalei the Kulam Kadoshim." So, what exactly is the answer? We're all holy. No, no, we only have one. Why not? So, we why do you only have one leader? So he said, "No, we only have one. Why not?" Question one. The Ode Kasha, and also a second question, a Gemara that we spoke about, I think, last year, when we mentioned a beautiful thought from the Be'er Yosef, I think it was in last year or two years ago this year, the Gemara Ba'a Basra, Ayin Dalid. Remember the story, one of the Amoram was walking in the desert, and there was an Arab merchant that said, yeah, you want to hear something cool? He takes him, and he takes him to a crack in the ground where smoke is coming out. And he says, put your ear to the ground. And he puts his ear to the ground, and he hears, Moshe Emes, Vesoroso Emes. The blue Korach, where they were swallowed up, they were right there in the ground, and the Gemara says, once a month, they scream at Moshe Emes, Vesoroso Emes. Rashi there says, every Rosh Chodesh. Every Rosh Chodesh, Rashi Bo Basra. He quotes it. Shebechosh lo shem yamay echozum l'sham, v'sham with Masha Amru, appears Rashi, kol Rosh Chodesh. How did Rashi know, and why did Rashi say it was Rosh Chodesh, Dafka? Why Rosh Chodesh? Once a month. Why Dafka Rosh Chodesh? So again, we've spoken about that in the past, but here he gives a shot which connects it to an interesting Chazal. Quotes from the Migdal David Lida. Quotes, the Gemara Shavuos tells us that every Rosh Chodesh we bring a Seir. Bring a Seir Rosh Chodesh. Why? Says the Gemara Shavuos Daftas, he quotes it here. Lefisha Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Heviu Alai Kapara Al Shemiatati Asayareach you have to bring a carbon on my behalf, says Hashem, because I made the moon smaller. Yeah, what? It says, connects to the, the, the Chazal that we learned in kindergarten when the moon said to HaKadosh Baruch Hashem, this is impossible. You can't have two leaders. You can't have me and the sun. We can't both be leaders. Hashem's like, okay, zap. Right? Then he made the moon smaller. But Hashem, according to Chazal, realizes the moon had a good time Right, the, what the moon say? It can't be that there will be two kings with one kasser. So Kadosh Baruch Hu says to him, "Okay, you will become smaller." The moon says, 
Rebonus Olam. Bishosh Amadi Dabar Hagan Amen. It's Atzmi. Well, because I said something, I, I was right. So what are you getting so upset at me for? I was right. Well, look what you did. Okay, you chose one. You didn't choose me. You chose the son. But because I was the one that gave the idea, so I should have to lose. So Akash Barakul says, you're right. Every Rosh Chodesh, I'll give a carbon for you. Okay, give a carbon. I made a mistake. Whatever that means. We spoke about it in the Daf, in Shavuos, and in Chulim. Good. But think about it for a minute. The moon really was correct. The moon was correct. Let's continue now. Line 12. This chazal that says we have to bring a carbon on behalf of the moon, on behalf of Hashem for the moon, that makes sense if the moon had a good taina. But if the moon made no sense, then you would have to bring a kapara. So obviously, the moon made sense. Because we have the chazal. So the moon's taina was the correct taina. That there could be only one leader. It's just that Hashem feels bad that he made the moon lose, so they bring a carbon each time. But really, the moon had a good taina. The moon's taina, there only could be one leader. The same exact machlokas. Korach and Moshe Rabbeinu. Korach says, Moshe says, no, 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 only one. Only one leader. Only Aaron HaKohen. There's only one leader. The same exact taina that the moon said is what Moshe Rabbeinu answered to Korach. Korach says, Kulam Kedoshim. Moshe Rabbeinu says, no, Aron Echad, Mizbeach Echad, right? This Rashi is Chazal. That's how Rashi knew on Rosh Chodesh is the day that they all declared Moshe Emes Vesaraso Emes. On the day that the moon plays a central role, the, the Molid is when Rosh Chodesh begins halachically and it starts getting bigger. It says that's that's the moon. Nimsa, the second to last line. Nimsa muchach the halavana kedin amra sheyef shalashim malachim sheyisham shabekesar echad imkain divrei Moshe Rabbeinu Ms al kain b'kol rosh chodesh misvadim va'omri Moshe Ms v'saraso Ms. That's a chazal to put together. Dafka rosh chodesh it connects to the moon. The chazal from Parshas Brachis. And the Chazal right here, what's the emphasis of one, one, one? Same time. Okay, let's make a Ha'ara. Important Ramban. Just to define exactly what occurred with this nace in our Parsha. Exactly occurred. As we know, the Torah tells us, Perak Tazayin, Pasik, Lamid Aleph. Lamid Aleph, or even before that. Moshe says, I'm going to prove to you that I am correct. If, like the death of every man, these people die, so then I'm, I'm making it all up. But if Hashem creates a new creation and the land opens up its mouth and swallows them, if you're the Chaim Sha'olah, you'll know, you'll know that they angered God. And as Moshe finished the sentence, the ground opened up and swallowed them. This Piharetz, as we know, is one of the miracles listed in the Mishnah in Perkei Avos. The Mishnah in Perkei Avos lists off, in Perkei, I didn't give you the Mishnah, but it lists off all of the items that were created by Nashmashos, that were created in those last few seconds of creation, right at the end of Yom Shishi. That's a few seconds. P, no, so we have the Piha in our Parsha. In two weeks we have the Piha Ason, right, the Tonking Donkey of, uh, of Bilam. So we have a few, the Keshes. Each one of them is discussed by the Mepharshim. Exactly. Is that a, why was it created at the end of, uh, at the end of creation of Ben Hashemashas? The Medrash Shmuel on Pirkei Avos. Medrash Shmuel is a Collection. It's like a sheet. It's called the sheet of Mukubetzas of Perkiyavos. It quotes many Rishonim, Achronim, the Meiri, the Abarbanel. Many Rishonim are quoted in the Medrash Shmuel on Perkiyavos. So there he quotes in source number seven. All of these are, are listed separately because it, it did something different than anything of its type. 
Ki aval elo advarim, says the Medrash Shmuel, lo hayukain, ki lo nivra mehem b'minim klal, these don't fall into any category. Pia ason does not fall into the category of animals. It's not a normal animal. Vulios mishunim mikola nivrayim b'sheishas hayamim, it's different than all other creatures or beings. Because they're, they're unique creations, so they have a, a unique stage in history. Interestingly, according to this, they were created after man. We always think usually that man and Adam and Chav are the last things being created. So except for these. Except for these, according to this. It's similar to an uman, to an artisan. If an uman, if an artisan has to do two jobs, he finishes the first, and then after he finishes the first, he does the second. So after Hashem created all creation that is real, really categories, creates man, but there's going to be a lot of man, and he created animals, there's going to be a lot of animals, and plants, and trees, then he created unique items in creation which don't fall into any category, but they are unique of their kind. Pia Ason, Pia, Pia Aretz, V'chulu. Arab Shabbos Ben Hashmashos, he started, right, this, uh, this Avot. Good. With that background, then, we ask, what is so unique, right? It's so unique, it's Pia, Pia Aretz. What's so unique about an earthquake? What's so unique about it? Many of you have asked that question. Right, they asked the question about the rainbow also. Right, the rainbow isn't a natural phenomenon uh, flowing from rain. So, what I mean, it was created at that, the Benashbashis. But the simple question, the Ramban asks, what's so unique about this miracle? Especially, he doesn't quote himself. He does a little bit, but he doesn't quote himself at length in source number eight. If you look back at the Ramban and Bracious, I'm sorry to give it to you, but the Ramban and Bracious discusses the word Bria is different than the word Yitzira. Bria means yeshmi'ayin, a totally new, from nothing. Yitzira is, is, is yeshmi'yesh. It's a less extreme and radical form of creation. But here it says, v'imbriya yivra Hashem. Meaning this was, this was part of the yeshmi'ayin. So, what so what's so special about it? What's your astronaut to understand? Pasha pshat. What's the pshat of the, of the miracle that occurred? Says the Ramban, right here. The miracle was not the Earthquake. It's a simple Ramban, simple point, but it's just important to mention because it's um, just have to ha- we have to have the miracle clear. Vahanachon line three. Shetomar alhimatzei davar meayin. Right, bara as we just said is something from nothing. He ain't explained the balashan hakodesh morals el zulasi amila hazos. Right, bore means something unique and new. Aval ha'inyan ki bekiyas ha'adama eina bria mechudeshes. An earthquake is not something new. The grand opening is not new. Aval psichas aret it's pia livloa hu chidish lo nihia meolam. An earthquake with then swallowing up afterwards. That's never happened before or after. It opens up and then closes. That's the nace. Of piha aretz, ki kasher tivkahu adama kemoshin aseh pamim rabim birash. As the ground opens up many times, says the Ramban, hanikra zalzala. That's the rishonic word for earthquake. Tishayer psucha. It stays open. The crack. Gam yimalei abekamayim biasa kagamim. Right, many, many say that that's how we have little rivers, because thousands of years ago there were earthquakes that created a, a place for the water, but it doesn't go back. Aval miyad, ka'adam piv. That's why it's called piha aretz. Like somebody who opens and closes their mouth, vlivloa, v'yisgoro so achrei blao. Zehadavran is chadesh biyamahu, ki'ilu hu nivramayayim. That is, that is something totally new, that's the nace. It's just that we keep in mind the nace of the Piharetz wasn't the earthquake, but it was the closing up afterwards. That was the key. That was the key of the appreciating the nace. Okay, two more thoughts. One hawachik and one hashkafik. First, we have a thought from the Panim Yafis. Panim Yafis, who is, I think, uh, one of the more underappreciated Mepharshim, Panam Yafis was the Rebbe of the Chassam Sofer. He was the, uh, the Baal Hafla, 
right? His tefer on, on Meseches Ksubis is the Hafla, the tefer on Meseches Kedushin, the Makna, and his tefer on Chumash is the Panim Yafos. So the Panim Yafos, in source number nine, points out that if you look at the Pasik at the end of the Parsha now, we're skipping after the story. What's at the end of the Parsha? As we know, the end of Korach is all about the Matnas Kahuna. All the list of the 24 gifts uh, that the Kohen gets put, juxtaposed there as if to say, Aaron is my, is my man. And let me tell you what Aaron's going to get. It's to emphasize that Aaron HaKohen is the one. So we have at the end of the Parsha, Perek Yurches, Pasik Ches, right at the beginning of this section, Vaidaber Hashem El Aharon. Hashem says to Aaron, because it's all about Kohanim, Ani Hine Nasati Lecha, Esh Mishmeres Shumosai. I am giving you Mishmeres Shumosai. That means Truma to make sure you guard it. Mishmeres Shumosai. I'm giving you guarded Truma. Lechal Kadshe B'nei Yisrael. For all the Kadshim. Lecha Nisatim Lomashcha. I give it to you, Lomashcha, to eat it in royalty. Ula Vanecha, and to your children. Lecha Olam forever. Ask the Panim Yafas. It's a little verbose. We're about to get to all the, the details and the pratim. Carbonos and Truma and Truma's Meiser and, and uh, Pidjana Ben. We're going to get to all of them. So what does this title Pasuk mean? Fine. So L'chol Katshei B'nei Yisrael. What is that phrase adding? L'chol Katshei B'nei Yisrael. L'chol Nesatim L'mashcha L'vanecha L'chak Olam. What exactly is the, is the deeper understanding of the Pasuk? So the Panam Yafas just relates it to a halachic issue, which he thinks this is getting out of. Yesh lefarish, lefi, sha'atruma lo naga elamishabo laaretz. What is Hashem promising Aaron right now? Truma. You're going to get truma. How many plants did they plant in the desert? Did they have plants in the desert? Yes, there is a Tosvis, I think, in Masechus Chulin, which discusses that all the Malachas are learning that from the Mishkan. So Chorish, Zareah, Kotzer, so where was that in the Mishkan? In the desert. Okay, so maybe there was an, a, a, a miraculous oasis for them. But generally, they weren't giving Truma to Kornim in the desert, and yet what does it say here? I'm giving it to you now. But Aaron's, Aaron's getting Truma? Where's he getting Truma from? Im Cain asks the Panim Yafes, and again, this is a certain genre of of Torah thought that takes halachic principles and says that the stories in the Torah all have to fit into halachic principles. It's not as bad here, because now we're not talking about Moshe, we're not talking about, you know, Avram Avinu and Yitzchak having a machlokas about Yeh Shalom Das. Right? We're talking about the Torah has been given already. So they have to abide by the Torah. So ask the, the Panim Yafis, Im Kain, how can Hashem tell Aaron, here's your true manel? It's not in the world yet. You can't acquire something that does not exist yet. That's a major halachic principle. That's what we posket. You can't acquire to somebody who doesn't exist yet. You can't get married to somebody who doesn't exist yet. If a man goes over to a woman who's not Jewish, I hereby marry you, Almanas, that you convert. It doesn't work. According to the, what we posket. So, ask the Panam Yafis, say, how can Hashem give this truma to them? It's not working. A person cannot give a davar shalom So, two answers to that question, alluded to in this Pasuk. Lufi da'za poskim b'choshen mishpat. B'nosein davar shalom im davar shalom Ah, what if you give something that is in this world along with something that's not in the world? So that could work. It teams up. Adavish Lobalolam does not work. But if you give something that's here, so then it could schlep it along. It could schlep along the item that's not here yet. They gave Karbanis in the Mishkan. Now read the Pasik. I want to give you Truma, but there's a problem. How do I give you Truma? The Kachim are being given. That's how the Truma is being given. It's piggybacking. And that's the very next pasuk. What's the first item on the list? Talks about kachim first, and then it gets back into truma, because kachim is what allows. That does work. So so too, this could work as well. The truma could piggyback the davar lo bala olam. Could piggyback with the davar bala olam. One idea.
But then he says, maybe there's another idea. And that's from one word in the Pasuk. One word. Let's read the Pasuk again. Which Pasuk, which word can be left out? And the Pasuk can mean the same thing. I already passed it, if you didn't catch it. What's that va'ani doing there? What's the va'ani? And I. I'm going to give you. Right? And it says ani later on also. It says ani towards the end. Va'ani. Right? Pasachaf. Ani chelkachav. Anachalascha. But don't worry, it's an emphasis on ani. Says upon him Yafis. The problem with the Dabr Shalabala Olam according to a number of achronim, is that who knows what's going to be then? Who knows that the person can keep his promise, it's not here now, reality might change. There's no worry when God is talking. Va'ani, hine nasati l'cha. That's in the next column. Ulafib shuto, kivan delo davish l'bala olam eina kone hainu, shiyacholach zerbo shemesanosein, who knows what's going to be. Aval Hashem yisbarach, shuhu chai v'kayim l'olmei abad, Hashem lives forever, v'kol davish yatsami, pi Hashem yisbarach l'tova, eina chozerbo, memela humakra v'kol shashiyav l'olam. Right, so he can be about, Hashem, Hashem can take care of it. If Hashem takes care of it, that's the emphasis of va'ani. There's no problem with davish l'bala olam because Hashem is here. And therefore, we don't have a worry that Davish Olam will never be nickname. Okay. Moving right along. Final thought of the evening. It's a, uh, we had a thought from the Grah last week, but this one is also, I didn't mention it in the past years, it's also, it's a take-home Grah. It's a Grah that we can think about every single Shabbos. And when I first saw this Grah also, it, it really helps us have Kavana with a Pusik that we say every Friday night, as we'll see. The Haftorah of Parshas Korach, Torah of Parshas Korach, is from Sefer Shmuel Aleph, where Shmuel is talking to the Am, and he's giving them a, a pep talk. He says, he says, what kind of leader? Was I a great leader? You know, I, I was Moser Nefesh, Mechulu. Why is this Haftorah? Shmuel came from Korach. And that was Korach's mistake. Because he saw Shmuel come from him, he says, oh, if I'm getting Shmuel, I must be awesome. I must be amazing. That was the Eino Hitato. And that's why Shmuel, just like Shmuel, proves himself in Aftorah, Moshe Naren proved himself in the, in the, um, in the Navi. There's even a Pasuk in Tehillim that puts them together. And this is what we're going to talk about. Moshe v'aharon v'koanav u'shmuel v'karei shemo. Karei mo'am shem We say it in, uh, in Kabbalah Shabbos. Says the Grah about that Pasuk. What does that mean? Moshe v'aharon b'koanav Moshe and Aaron in his priestlyhood, Ushmuel Shemo. And Shmuel, when he calls his name, when he calls the name of God, what does that mean? Moshe and Aaron is, what, how do you read the Pasuk? We've said it so many times, if you ever think about what it means, what does that Pasuk mean? Says the Gra. If you look in the Navi, again, here it is, in the, this Pasuk is, uh, is in the Haftorah. In Pasuk Yud Aleph, in the Haftorah, Shmuel is talking. Shmuel is talking to the people and he's giving them a review of Jewish history. You sinned and Hashem sent leaders to help you. Hashem sent leaders to help you, guide you back to Him. Who were those leaders? You can look on the bold print on top. Vayishlach Hashem as Yerubal, he sent Yerubal, who's Gidon, as Bedon. Bedon is... Shimshon, Ves Yiftach, Ves Shmuel, Vayatzel Aschem, Yaraveichem, Yisavim. He said, you all these shows, they're wonderful. Ask the Mepharshim, ask the Radak. Shmuel's talking here. So what does he mean? Oh yeah, Hashem sent you, Yerubavel, Badon, Yiftach, and me. He should say, and me. He doesn't want to say, and me, and leave him out. What do you mean? He said, Yerubavel, Badon, Yiftach, and Shmuel. He is Shmuel. What do you mean? He sent Shmuel. Right? The Radak says, Osi Hayalomar. It should be Osi. So what do you mean, Joe? What, what do you, why is it? So in the, the Gros says, on line 6, we know Moshe Rabbeinu always was in the Bechina of Shechina Medaberes Mitov Grono. The Shechina was always talking. Moshe Rabbeinu was a mouthpiece for the Shechina. We'll talk more about this in a couple of weeks when we, when we start Dvarim. Dvarim is different. But at least the first four parts of the Torah, 
Moshe Rabbeinu was just a mouthpiece. He was Hashem's microphone. Hashem dictated and spoke through Moshe Rabbeinu. That Shechina Madaris Midok Grono. Nevi'im in general did not reach that level, except once in a while. Aaron, when he was the Kohen Gadol, he also had that. He merited to have separate Dibur to him. We just read one. He had special, when he was acting as Kohen Gadol, he was, he was in the zone of having Shechina Madaris Midok Grono. Shmuel, one time in his life, reached that level of Shechina Medebrez Mitov Rono, right here. When he's giving a review of Jewish history to B'nai Yisrael, it's Shechina Medebrez Mitov Rono. So, it's not him. It's Hashem talking through him. That's why he says Shmuel. Fayishtach, Hashem said Shmuel, and Bedon, and Yiftach, and Shmuel. But it's not him. It's Shechina Medebrez Mitov Rono. Says the Gra. Now read the Pasuk. Moshe, comma, Moshe always had it. The Aharon Bekohanov, and Aaron when he was calling Gadol, Ushmuel Bekoreshimo, when he called his own name, not God's name. Ushmuel Bekoreshimo, Korim El Hashem Huyani. These were the levels. This was Moshe and Aaron. Shmuel reached the level of Moshe and Aaron. Aaron sometimes, Shmuel once, Moshe always. This quote here in the Mishpah Zazav was Kovit San Navi, but he quotes this Gra from the Kolaliyo, and that's the, that's Shechina Maderes Bidel Grono on the Pasik in this Haftorah, and that's the Kavana we can have every Friday night when we say this, when we say this Pasik. Okay, we'll stop here, and the best everybody should have, uh, but here in the room should, uh, um, we'll see you back in person in a couple of, a uh, couple of weeks, but Hashem will, uh, we'll stay listening online for the next couple of, uh, next couple of weeks. Okay, we'll stop here.